The Poetry Circle with Anya Nikuiv. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the RICC Poetry Circle. My name is Anya, and uh, I hope you're going to enjoy today's programme. If you want to contact us at all, could you contact us by way of RICC Radio 2020 at gmail.com. Now, if you'd like to come in and read a poem, that's wonderful. Or if you would like to suggest a poem, that also would be much appreciated. Now, today, what I'm doing is going back to Bloomsday. Now, you know, this was the first ever Ring's End Bloomsday celebration. And we had a wonderful day. And of course, it was a very sunny day, which helped as well. And there were many people involved in getting the Ring's End Bloomsday off the ground. And the main organiser was Seamus Connolly, Shay Connolly, if you like. And he organised the first ever Bloomsday. He also organised the weather. So we had magnificent weather for the day. And we were out in the green area and we had music and singing as well. And it was absolutely wonderful. And next year, obviously, will be bigger and better. Uh, We had a great afternoon in the gospel hall where um, poetry written by local people, local girls, school girls, etc. And they spoke their work with pride. Now, it was an amazing day. We started off with the lovely reception thanks to Lorraine at RICC, out on the green area, and the turnout was spectacular. We had then, again, some work done, some poetry spoken in the library in Ringsend, and then at four o'clock, the bus, which was bringing people on a tour of the area, a double-decker, brought the people to the Gospel Hall um, for the poetry session. And again, we had a full turnout the Gospel Hall was packed. So everything was wonderful. And the way everybody in Ring's End responded to the first ever Bloomsday was absolutely terrific. It was a wonderful day in the Gospel Hall, which was presented. The MC for the day was Thomas Gregg. And he did a magnificent job in presenting everything. There were great poetic readings and... I'm going to now repeat for you the first, second and third and a special prize as well for those who triumphed with their compositions. Now, I'm going to read others as well because it was a difficult job for the four adjudicators uh, to come to agreement with regard to one, two and three and four for the best read. So we spent quite a while uh, on that, quite a few weeks on that, actually reading them. And I hope you agree with our selection. Poetry, the poetry that day was delivered in front of a packed audience, as I said. And uh, Aoife uh, from Canon Mooney Gardens is a known, a well-known poet who won the um, first prize. And her poem was read by Emma Gannon. Now, all the, for, uh, the winners, first, second and third winners, received um, uh, prizes of book tokens And um, it was a wonderful day. So we start off now with uh, the the poem which came, which got first prize in the competition, poetry competition. And the name of the poem is I'm Ready Hun, H-U-N. 
composed by Aoife Connolly and read by Emma Gannon. I'm ready, hon. May this be the year you release all that fear. All this waiting, self-hating, contemplating, just leads to procrastinating. The mind is so fascinating. Reflecting, inspecting, projecting, rejecting. Yourself, leaving your dreams on the shelf. Is it too late? Do I just wait? Am I too old? Leave your dreams in the cold. Maybe I should just do what I'm told. Settle down, party on. Forget your dreams, say strong. Expiry date, find yourself a soulmate. Lose some weight. Pound or judgment, opinions or self-begrudgment. Instagram, feel like a sham. Does anybody ever give a damn? Too much thinking. Feel myself sinking. Turn that frown upside down. But then I will drown when I turn it around. The show must go on. We must try to get along. Come together in song. Goodbye, 2020. You've been plenty. But we've felt empty. I'm ready, hon. What a lovely poem. And that was the one that that was the winner first uh, prize. And as I said, composed by Aoife Connolly. Now, the second prize then um, was Ray Town, which was composed by Gay Byrne, and who is also from um, the uh, Canon Mooney, sorry, I beg your pardon, Canon Mooney Gardens, and is better known for football, maybe. But he's always had a great interest in writing poems. And this one of his is lovely poem um, and it also won the best uh, read poem and got prize for that. So Raytown. Most summer mornings we spent playing rounders, most summer afternoons in the lake standing on flounders. Our mas would say, boys come back home soon, no such thing, we'd spend all day on the lagoon. We'd ramble up to Sandymount to do things illegal. Get back with our apples in time for the regal. Jump off the jetty. Steps into the liffy. Cold and dirty, out in a jiffy. Put clothes on that were damp and laugh at Sandy the tramp. Coats put down in Ringsend Park. Sides picked. We'd play until dark. It was so bad... We could not see a sinner. Somebody suggested, next goal the winner. At times we'd meet and go down to the dumps. If you got chocolate and crisps, you had to come up trumps. Dockers going to North's, dockers going to Smith's. When the pubs closed, Ferraris for Ray and Chips. The lads laid their nets for a nearer one. Salmon going up the liffy to spawn. When the bailiffs arrive, the lads are well gone. Boats on the river, race has begun. Down to the hail and back. Cup is collected, paddies have won. It's up to the yacht for the crack. Wednesdays and Fridays, hear the fishermonger sing. Now, ma'am, would you like a backbone or a wing? 
Raytown's different. It's not just the name. No orchards. Football, jets, no rounders, flounders, nets. No regal, no dump, progress to blame. Now, a very thoughtful poem composed by Gay Byrne, and it's lovely. And that won the second prize and the best read uh, overall. We move on now to a very thoughtful piece which was written by John McCann. John McCann is a native of Sandymount and um, his family are noted for their uh, association with Clonagail, um, Fontenoy. John has written um, poems and prose over the years but never had an opportunity to exhibit um, some of them, like The Black Thing, which I myself read and will read again now. As kids in Guildford Avenue, we were blessed to live in the ampit of Dublin Bay. The world was always okay once a few basic things were in place. At the top of the avenue, looking out to sea, we checked from left to right. The dump was still there, then the power station, then the wall and the red lighthouse. Hoth Head, then the Kish, then Dunleary, and its mountainous backdrop, the broken bats and the tower. But most of all, the black thing in the cockle lane, slightly off to the left and a few kilometres out. The black thing was a wrecked funnel from a wrecked ship. It sat upright, buried in the sand at the western end of the lake, a gatepost to the glorious cockler. It was sunken into a large crater of soft sand and was barnacled, rough and ragged. It had become a biosphere before biospheres existed and we hunted crabs, flats, hoppers and shrimps in its moat. We loved the black thing. Then one morning in the aftermath of a severe sea storm, we went up to run our checklist, dump, chimneys, Wall, lighthouse, kish, mountains, bats, tower, all in place. One thing gone, the black thing was gone. Well, panic stations. A gallop back to the house to get everybody and a reassembly on the strand wall confirmed everything. The black thing was gone. We assumed it had been washed out to sea, but as we piled over the wall... There it was, broken against our own granite sea battlement. We viewed it like a family member, and we were all upset when the corporal truck came to take it away. We fixed ourselves with a little hike out to the Black Thing's crater to pay our respects. We loved the Black Thing. I think that is a gorgeous piece written by uh, John McCann. And... That's the one, two and uh, three. Um, then the others um, uh, were written by a number of people and mostly read by them. So I'm going to go on now to um, You Made a Man of Me, which was written by Shay Connolly. Shay Connolly, Seamus Connolly, who was the magnificent organiser of this year's um, Bloomsday. And we'll see what happens next year. 
you made a man out of me. Recalling James Joyce's first date in Ringsend with his wife-to-be, Nora Barnacle, after she had stood him up previously. That encounter left such a mark on Joyce's life that he chose that day, June the 16th, 1904, to be the central date for his now famous world book, Ulysses. Oh, I am a complicated Irishman that many found me hard to understand, for I spent my young life writing in the dark till I found my true love in Ringsend Park. Oh, Nora, oh, Nora, comfort me. You're the only one that ever set me free. Oh, Nora, you made a man of me. We cuddled in Ringsend and a little bit more on the 16th day of June, 1904, when my saviour turned up to be my Noah's Ark, I'll never forget that day in Ringsend Park. Oh, Nora, oh, Nora, comfort me. You're the only one that ever set me free. Oh, Nora, you made a man of me. Oh, your long and lovely buttoned velvet love that you took off to show your independent love and your saint-like eyes, they shone like a lark. Forever we'll remember Ringsend Park. Oh, Nora, oh, Nora, comfort me. You're the only one that ever set me free. Oh, Nora, you made a man of me. Now our love survived and we grow, grew old together. We're just like two birds of that old feather and your quirky eyes still ignite the spark of that warm and tender day in Ringsend Park. Oh, Nora, oh, Nora, comfort me. You are the only one that ever set me free. Oh, Nora, you made a man of me. Oh, Nora, you made a man of me. Now, that is the, that was not, in fact, in the competition, but included in it because everybody thought it was such a lovely, lovely, more, more a song than a poem, if you like. Now, there are a lot more of the, uh, of the poetry, which um, uh, I'll read on another day. So I'll just finish off with one, one particular poem, which is lovely. And it's um, Ring's End, which was written by Jennifer um, Betts and read by Jennifer Betts. And Jennifer, in fact, works here with us in uh, RICC. So I hope I'll do justice to her poem. On the banks of the Liffey, an old town does dwell, where the locals put you under their spell, with tales of old and generations of many, where the front doorsteps are as clean as a penny. The buildings stand tall, preserved and untouched. One reason why it's loved so much but it's the people who really make the place. And you'll always find a familiar face. You may get jibed for being a blow-in, but guaranteed you'll have a relation of kin where traditions are steeped in history, where the community spirit thrives, where there have been many lives. You'll never forget your experience nor find a better friend it will touch your very soul in this town called Ring's End. Really beautiful, beautifully written. Well done, Jennifer. Um, now, I'm going to leave it at that for today. And what I'll do next week is I'll continue with the other entries because they're all very good. And uh, it would be lovely uh, for you to hear them. 
And again, I think it was just amazing to see the numbers who turned out on Bloomsday and the houses that were decked with uh, bunting. Everybody was delighted in it and certainly the God in the Sky was delighted in it because we had such lovely weather. Finished off that evening with a really wonderful um, uh, playing of music uh, outside the library and even sitting on the cement blocks. They were warm because the evening was so balmy and we had Dylan and others from the RICC uh, playing and it was magical. So a magical evening and I hope those of you listening who attended enjoyed it as well. Thank you very much indeed. The Poetry Circle with Anya Nikuiv.